0: We did a podcast a few years back titled Backspin, The Search for Milwaukee's First Hip-Hop Song. And in this six-part series, hosts Tyrone Miller and Justin Barney find that answer eventually. It also happens that this year is hip-hop's 50th anniversary. So to honor Milwaukee and the anniversary, we decided for the month of September that we will be recapping Backspin, The Search for Milwaukee's First Hip-Hop Song.
1: Are you ready?
2: Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song with 88.9 DJ
3: Tyrone Miller and music director Justin Barney. On this episode of Backspin...
0: It was a dope record. (laughs) I (laughs) I remember hearing it. I was like, this shit is hot.
1: Don't make me pull that up and play that tonight.
2: (laughs) You know, and people didn't believe that we was the first one that came out with the first rap record in the state of Wisconsin. They didn't believe that. Once we done, we was the first
4: one. But um, I don't remember that at
3: all. This is Backspin. Is it? (laughs) Is it the first? Is it? Yeah, the first that I know for sure. The it that we're talking about is the song Class A. Class A is the song that the Majestics recorded in Marvell Love studio, Milwaukee's first hip-hop song.
2: By the way, the women said we are Class A. In fact,
1: I... Don't think there's a. I don't think the second
3: one is for like another two years at least after it. So Andy Noble gave us this clue that the Majestics were the band that recorded Milwaukee's first hip hop song. We've got Marvel Love, the businessman with a business plan. Don't don't right. He goes to this conference, and at the conference, they tell them that hip-hop is the next big thing. It's already happening in New York. It's already proven to make money. And so Marvell Love sees dollar signs. And so the thing that he's got to do is he's got to find his band in Milwaukee.
4: Because I feel like we're playing a game of Clue right now because we just need the motive. We need the motive of why he wanted to do this. The motive is
3: money. <laughs> I'm telling you what the so, motive okay, is.
4: Okay, so so it's not an accident now. We've been saying I, this whole time. Me,
3: it's an accident because they are not – they didn't set out to make the first hip-hop song because they love hip-hop and they right. want to make a hip-hop song. They want to make a song that will be <laughs> successful. So Marvell finds an R&B group to kind of – forced to make this hip-hop song so
4: it's less of an accident and more of an experiment we're just trying to see if this can work yes if this new fashion hip-hop thing (laughs) can work in milwaukee or just whatever with these bands that he may be working with
3: right and so he brings in these guys the majestics there's these kids yeah young dudes and they were making this song this ballad the key to love
4: the key to love but what is the key to love the key to love is understanding.
3: It damn right is understanding. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the Majestics still play today.
4: And I guess we should think about the fact that they are still performing as an R&B band kind of lets us know that this song really didn't wasn't successful.
3: It really wasn't true to who they were. Right. We don't have a master or a degree, but
2: there's no telling what we'll be. So grab along.
3: The Majestics include many members, but there's two guys who got together in 1963 to start the band, and that is Donald Cooper and Tony Washington.
4: Tell me about the Majestics. Like, how did the Majestics even form?
2: And
3: Tony speaks first here.
2: Oh, man, we got to go. You want to know that? We got to go way back to 63. Okay. Let's go. Let's go back. When we first started back in 1963, we were called Tony Washington and TNT. You know, we we didn't have a name to go and play at the talent show at uh, Milwaukee uh, Theater that was on 12th, Tatonia, 12th and Tartonia, so we was we was kids. We were no more, about 9 to 10, and so we were trying to figure out a name, how to come up with it, and so we was talking about Tony Washington and the and so Tiny said, Tony Washington and TNTs. So we said, yeah, that's right. So that's how we ended up Tony Washington and TNTs, and later on, we end up with the Majestics. That came later on.
4: Okay. So how, how were y'all performing a lot during oh, the seventies and we, oh, yeah. we, yeah. yeah. we were We
2: were kids, man. We were nine, ten, eight. you're right. Yeah. We were kids performing at Town and Show. We played the first June 10th. First double A C P and double and that was on third and center.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Right now, with a check cashing play, yeah, we played different. So we did a lot of thing when we was yeah. kids, man. They were we was known as James Brown the famous flag. <laughs> so we did a lot of James Brown, <laughs> and right. you know, right, and, right, uh, like, which most we do today too. But that's what we were known there, yeah. and we were taking our stuff and Donnie had a paper route. That's right. And we were taking our equipment and Donnie what uh, wagon. wagon? That's mm-hmm. right. And we was kids, man. See, we played in this club in uh, Beloit, Wisconsin, and the dude said, y'all good, but y'all got to have some brass. See, we just a rhythm section. So we came back, we added some horn.
4: That last part had nothing to do with the story, but I just wanted to keep it in.
3: I And I think it shows, <laughs> like... That he is an entertainer. He gotta that make that. They it are entertainers. That yeah. He says things with timing and with cool. Right. And know? the club
4: owner tells him, You need brass accent? Okay, we got you. We're gonna come back with some brass. What else do we need? We're gonna and come they, back and be better than everybody.
3: But it turns out that they did need brass because Milwaukee was a hopping scene yeah. and there was so much going on that yeah. it's like they needed something to compete with all the other good stuff that was going on in the city.
2: Milwaukee had so many man, so many bands here, so many Nightclubs. There were so,
5: some really good musicians from here, and they play with everybody that right. plays anywhere in the world. They world class. And when you travel, people will tell you Milwaukee has some of the finest musicians here. You'd be surprised what people who play with who. Right. You know, Risa Franklin. Just uh, you name Lil it. Little Milton from right here. Yeah, I
2: and mean, then when we just travel, they always ask, "Is Booby still?" You know, the Booby was a club, right? Okay. That's where 502 is. In what is. we travel all the time, they would ask about Boobies. Now, where was Boobies at? Fifth and, and Godfielder. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> it was there. probably gone before
4: I was born. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, looking right. I'm looking at <laughs> that. right. know. Oh. I was born in 84.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but now, no, since it burned down, it's 502 now.
4: <laughs> oh, 502,
5: really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I DJ'd that before. Yeah. So,
2: Boobie, yeah. that down. was the spot? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
5: We were the house
2: man. Yeah, and we played We had one night. We started Thursday. And then, uh, you know, Thursday, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We started Thursday, and then he moves us to Sunday. Then that thing, you know, he had a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Stay packed every night.
5: Jam, if you wouldn't know what day it is, you couldn't get in right. the door. They be outside looking in the window. <laughs> That's it's right. unbelievable. We have some really See, And plus, when we present ourselves,
2: it. we dress That's as right. a group. You know, we just don't come out. He might have one. Blue jean, I have not no, we dress as group uniform, you know. So, in yeah, other words, yeah. I can say we brought class <laughs> that's what the band was bringing back in our day, class to the thing, you know. It wasn't nobody coming with tennis shoes, no, short pants, t shirt, no, because <laughs> the club owners back in the day they would always say, Don't bore my customer, okay. See, that means that when you come in there, he don't want his customer sitting down like this. You know, you got, in other words, you had to have a show back in the days to get in any club. You didn't have a show. I don't give a fuck. I mean, excuse me. I don't give how good, how good you were, But you had mm-hmm. to have a show, a flow show. Mm-hmm. You know, dance and clown, You can't come in there trying to act all pretty. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? You had to have a show. First thing they said, do you got a show? That's if you right. got a show, you can get in here. You, right. you had to get. I don't give a, care how good your music was. You all had right. to have a show. We come from the area of higher skills on the seventh side. Right. So we entertain us. We not just saying We get up there. We entertain. I do my jam, I do splits and all that. We do stop and go. The band be doing their moves. We be dressing, smelling good. That's right. You yeah, know, yeah. our shoes shine, everything. You know, we got all that from them. You understand what I'm talking right, about? Right. So when we present ourselves, we present ourselves like that. And we was kids. When right. we came out, we was kids. Right. And
5: we traveled the country, right. young, everywhere.
2: We went right. everywhere. We didn't have no managers or nothing. We managed ourselves. At a young age, we were Went to uh, uh, Des, Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. Went to North Car- South Carolina, North Carolina Virginia, Virginia, Chicago, Missouri, Cedar Rapids, you know, Des Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, Walu, Iowa. we all the main states in Iowa. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's what's up. The Majestics are heating up the Midwestern circuit with Iowa and lower Wisconsin, and they're performing all around the Midwest, and New World Records exists. So we asked them how New World came to meet the Majestics. How did they see us? They,
5: they came, came to, to us. us.
2: Vice President was Tom Morlin. Tom Morlin knew my oldest son's mama sister. That's how they came. So mm-hmm. he was talking to her, he said, yeah, you know I'm Blase Blase, New World Record, I'd like to bring y'all to the office. So we went up to the office and we just laughing and talking and, and Marville just signed us up right then. He never heard us play, none. Then he gave the show at the Mecca mm-hmm. that was on 35th and North Avenue, but it's not there now. And we went there, and he was just so amazed of our show. You know, he never heard it, but he signed it.
4: So then when, okay, so then it's 1979, right? Sugar Hill Gang comes out, Rapper's Delight. Did that impact y'all? No, it like, came
2: out right after then. Yeah, because,
4: mm-hmm. so what, when y'all first heard Sugar Hill Gang or whether it was Christmas rapping, you know, what what was it like for y'all to hear this new kind of form of well, music?
2: To me, it was like, I ain't give a damn. <laughs> you know, because we went not into rapping. See, we right. were forced to go into it. Yeah. And that's what we did.
3: So here are our two main characters exactly. meeting here. Yeah. We got the Majestics who make music. We got Marvel Love who's producing it. Trying to make money. <laughs> the two, the two could not live without each other. Yeah. The two combined to make Milwaukee's first hip hop song, but it wasn't exactly what the majestics wanted to make <laughs> no i mean you know?
4: they've they've been making funk music they've been making r&b so for all this time for almost 20 years and it's like okay now we got to do something else now we, we're good at this we love this this is what we do and now you're telling me this new genre of music came out two years ago and right. now we have to go and jump on this train
3: right but you know the majestics want to make money too yeah they want true. you know it's Marvel. Is coming to them. Saw this at a conference. They right. already they already recorded the key to love. Yeah. You know they've got a ballot on the other side. Right. And so if they are going to jump on this train, and if Marvel is paying for the studio time, yep. if he's cutting the wax, yep. if he's going to send it to the radio station, yep.
4: he's going to do all the leg work, the business work, and if all they have to do is just record a rap over a funk song they've already made. They can do that. So it's not like it's hard. It's not like, okay, now make rock and roll music or now make pop music or something. It's still sounding like a Majestics record. Yeah. They just write a few bars on top and see how it goes.
3: The Majestics are hustlers. They yeah. put in the work. We've <laughs> yeah. seen it. Decades later, they do what it takes, and uh, this is what they did in this situation.
4: What was the process
3: like well, making this? It wasn't like
2: we didn't want to do it. We asked what we do. We just went and did. That's it. right. It's not we didn't want to do it. He <laughs> okay. said, well, could y'all come on right with we said, okay, we just went and did it. So then did you go and listen to all these other rap songs? Nope. Or we you didn't just... listen to none. We got in the kitchen. Like I said, Donnie <laughs> came over.
3: And that was it. <laughs>
2: that was it. <laughs>
4: and they just wrote the lyrics and yeah, just we made wrote it the lyrics right then and then. That's there. right. And they went to the studio and recorded. And that's, what that's, <laughs> that's what
2: happened. That's what happened.
4: I mean, it, it was that simple. I mean, the Majestics are pros. They just made a song, went home, made it. Bam, boom, you got a rap song, guys.
3: We did it. <laughs> they did it. You know, they, it was like they put, they connected the dots of yeah. what they had to do, and they filled in the grid. They made the first song.
4: So then that so it comes out, y'all put this rap record out, did anybody ever think y'all like, oh, we got these rappers here, or were you, did y'all mostly still known as like the funk
2: band? No, we known as a, a funk band.
4: Okay, yeah. so there was never like, oh, they rappers now. Right. Like, nothing right. like that ever. Right. But they
2: heard it on the radio. radio, so
5: every city and state we went to was already being played and sold in all the record stores, so we come in.
2: Right. Wow. And it was sitting and then up it was, real it well. Reached, it reached, uh, on the favorite list in London, and then Key to Love, they, they accepted that more in London. Mm. So,
4: so what stations was playing the song here in Milwaukee?
2: WNOV, WAWA, most of the mostly black stations. Yeah. So even though people aren't listening to Class
4: A today and listening to this song and playing it out, their speakers now, back then it sounded like it was really important.
3: Yeah, they played it all throughout the city. They were one of those bands that played everything. Yeah. And uh, they played it to as many people in the city as they could. Yeah. So,
4: how much did y'all perform Class A? Did y'all perform it much or did y'all? No,
2: when, when it came out, we performed at the Okay, But that's yeah. the only time.
4: Where where were the places y'all performed the it at? The Mega
2: Club. We performed in, at Garfield Park. We performed at Duke, Summerfest. Like yeah. Donnie said, we played the first Summerfest, the mm-hmm. first Juneteenth, first Afrofest. All That's that.
4: crazy. So then after like y'all had this kind of, at least popularity with just this song, like y'all was popular, but like Class A comes out, mm-hmm. did, did it boost y'all popularity, or did, was it just kind of like...
2: It, it boosted our popularity as far as having a record, but we already had a big following. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. just made it even better.
5: Yeah, we were together 20 some years, yeah. even from child. Shot. as right. kids. 1963. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all yeah, be <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: going. we on, 1963. Right. Yeah. And y'all still performing.
2: Yeah, still performing. Right. Still doing still splits playing. and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm 63 years old now. That's right. Yeah.
5: But the song has been reborn. Like, we uh, signed a contract in London with Soul Jazz Records. So they're selling so worldwide, they worldwide it again they right now they come to us when right. did that Merrick happen Latterin, last year yeah, last year they really? come to us yeah and it's selling right now and it's all over the world again right now and yep. it's and that's a good feeling to be recognized on the other side of the world we are impressed that they come after all these right. years A come
2: decade. yeah Decade. yeah
5: so you know that's like our grammy Right, right, right. You know, we don't need no money with it, but there was a check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. That's that. <laughs> yeah. This is the groove for the
3: year. We're coming at you loud and clear.
4: The Majestics, Class A, this is it. This is what we are calling, right now at least, Milwaukee's first rap song.
3: Zero, zero, 001. This is it, the beginning. Marvell, Love, and the Majestics in the studio, 1982 New World Records, Class A. This is Milwaukee's first hip hop song. yo!
2: Look at here, y'all. The wide receiver got nothing on us, but we're the ones who got a double.
4: Okay, that song. It's a rap song. That's it. That's Still rap. Rapping over that funk beat. The, the bass The baseline is hot. That you know what I mean. It's,
3: that is rap. It's cool. We'll call it rap.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Possessions Class A. Uh, but we asked around. We asked around other people. JDL DMT, Mike Love here, and
3: more to hear what they had to say about it. We start here with Mike Love. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, it was a dope record. <laughs> you know, I, I listened to it on YouTube. I was like, this shit is hot. It's okay. hot. But um. I don't remember that at all. We also played it for JDL and DMT. So I want to play this record for y'all, this class A, because, you know, obviously.
0: That's the first record I
4: remember. He (laughs) remembered it. He remembered it. (laughs) You remember that? From, uh, Don't Tell Me. Okay. 81, 82? 82. I got it. Now, you know what? Now that I heard it, I remember that. I got it. They're playing the show to, like this weekend at oh. 2. At, uh, wow.
2: <laughs> wow.
4: I remember this. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know where I remember hearing it from? On NOV. Yeah. Really? On NOV okay now that that, you know because when you mentioned the majestics i was like wait a minute i don't you know it's not familiar to me but now hearing that yeah it goes back now to wnov so you heard that on Mm wnov before or WAWA? we wanted to give pierre hall radio host from wnov a chance to weigh in too i may have missed this over the phone from the majestics do you remember that group or ever heard of the majestics uh they're local yeah so they are local and so you know What, what label is that it was their new world but they made this song Class A which is more like a Rapper's Delight kind of feel Um, I'll kind of skip to it do you remember this at all? Don't make me pull that up and play that tonight.
1: <laughs> it's it's corny, but it's cool. I love it. It's old school. Anybody, anybody from my age is going to be like this. They're going to be doing a robot. And go, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. But no, you know, I kind of remember the Majestics. I mean, yeah. that was, woo. I remember, I've told you about Marvell. Marvell right. did a whole lot of stuff. Okay. And he was
4: uh, a big inspiration. Do you do you consider this a rap song? Because like this, there's like a little debate between the people I've talked to about. Is this more of like a funk song, or would you say is this a hip hop song? What do you have an opinion on it? It's a party song. It's a party song. You know, okay. you know,
1: like like right now, you know, you don't hear party songs. You, okay. All you hear is like I'm this, I'm that. You are this, you were that, I'm this. Hey, look, look what I got on. Look, I'm driving this. Yeah. Them people right back then, they were just like, come on, y'all, let's party. Somebody say, ho, you're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Wave your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. You know what I'm saying? That was the time, you know?
4: Yeah, Pierre Hall definitely sounds like he was digging that. You know, that was definitely his music. WNOV played so much like soul and funk too. So it fit that station. But we asked Too Tough Tony, and he brought up a good point about timing. So there's a group called the Majestics. Yes. And they had a song called Class A. And here's the Class A. The name sounds familiar. And they're rapping. For Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: I remember hearing it, but now another thing you got to remember, timing, this is where artists Make the mistake. Timing was everything. Okay. That sounds like Grandmaster Flash in the Furious Five. If you sounded too much like someone, you got lost. Okay. Or it got drowned it. Okay. Because Majestic was a great group. I remember hearing that song. But yeah. Do you want to hear Majestic or do you want to hear Sugar Hill? Okay. Or Grandmaster Flash. Oh man, play a Grandmaster Flash survival.
4: Yeah. Or play
0: this. Or Sugar Hill Gang. Dun, dun, dun. You know, right. the name had more pull than the Majestic. Gotcha. Now, didn't think of it, but if I was a DJ today and that song was out, I'd be mixing that with Sugar Hill. Right, no doubt. <laughs> now, Majestic would get some airplay. Right.
3: And finally, we got longtime radio host Homer Blow to weigh into. With the production of the music, the reason why. That song didn't pop like that. We were in the "What is
1: this" type thing. Like we, you know, it don't sound as clear and crisp as Curtis Blow. It don't sound like You get what I'm saying? It don't sound like Sugar Hill Gang. So it's like so. it's the same idea. So that's where this Class A record, it it didn't make it into the mainstream. Mainstream, but you had your. um your jocks that were running the nightclubs and and the little bar scene, they were
3: playing these records. Look at here, y'all. The wide receiver got nothing on us, but we're the ones who got a double that's brought. There we have it, Tyrone. Zero, zero, one. Class A by the Majestics, Milwaukee's first hip-hop song.
4: Can I just ask you, did you hear what people just said about this song? <laughs> did, did you hear any of that conversation? Hey, it
3: may not have been the greatest <laughs> Milwaukee hip hop song, right. but it was Milwaukee's first hip hop song i
4: got how do you well, hold on? how do you feel? How do you feel about Majestic's Class A What do you think of it Just as a song? You just tell me
3: i don't I like honestly, I don't think that it super matters. you how, know how does I, it not matter I, I mean, It doesn't <laughs> matter how good the song is. I think like my interest here is, is academic. It is See. before this song, there was nothing, and after it, there was hip hop so. But was there it t- was, it was Milwaukee's first hip hop song. How, how isn't it? I am not pleased. I, I am not satisfied with this answer right now. I don't, I don't know if I'm satisfied either. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm satisfied. thank you. Thank, I'm, you. <laughs> you. Justin, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I,
6: I am satisfied. The I,
3: I am satisfied that I and I feel like it was Milwaukee's first hip hop song. It is is 001. Okay, but it did not. It's not the first song in the culture of hip-hop. It is the technically, categorically, it (laughs) is number one. But everybody that we talked to in this story, we talked to so many people, and no one said that Class A by the Majestics was the first hip-hop song. All
4: right, let's go back to Daryl D. He's the one making the documentary about Milwaukee's hip-hop.
5: Next time on Backspin. Here's what I can tell you for sure. Nobody knew about that record nobody who was involved in rap my question is can you really call that a rap record because Majestics were not a rap group they were an R&B group who did this corny little rap song on the other side because it's not very good it definitely was a rap song
1: but can you call it a rap record
6: Hey, this is Backspin Executive Producer Nate Imig. We thank you for listening, and we've got some thank yous to do ourselves. Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song, is hosted by Tyrone Miller and Justin Barney, produced by Jordan Lee and Kenny Perez, with segment producing by Salam Fatayer. Evan Retlesky does our web content, Sarah McClanahan is 889's marketing director, with social media managed by Amelinda Burrich. Digital distribution by Tariq Moody. Aaron Bagada is our marketing coordinator. Community Outreach by Peter Adams and Maddie Reardon. Project Management Support by Laura Kesman. And Animation from Lucas Seidel. Also want to thank our interns, Zoe Knox, Anthony Massans, and Jonathan Hudson. Of course, a big thanks to our partners, Revpop, The License Lab, Hip Hop Week MKE, and Kid Millions. He dug up all that amazing vinyl that you hear in the podcast. Also thanks to our media partners, On Milwaukee. Breaking and Entering, and The Milwaukee Times. You can stream all six episodes of Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song, on all major podcast platforms, and of course at radiomilwaukee.org backspin. Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song, is an original podcast production of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee.
5: I challenge you to find anybody in milwaukee that is in you know into rap music or into the hip-hop culture you won't find anybody that was familiar with us all nobody you so
1: tell me i was at Marble studios i was at i was at new world records at Mar- yeah
4: right